Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Fernando. And I'm Randy. And if you're new here, this is a podcast dedicated to young professional and people currently pursuing college to figure out what's next. Yeah, or people that just want to deal with life stuff. Yeah. So today we wanted to change it up a little bit and we wanted to start off by a reading of the Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday and Stephen Hanselman. Today is November 21st on the day of this recording and the post goes like this. Once is enough. Once is forever. A good isn't increased by the addition of time, but if one is wise for even a moment, they will be less happy than the person who ex- exercises virtue for all time and happily passes their life in it. Chrysippus quoted by a Plutarch in Moralia against the Stoics on common conceptions. And then the reading or um, Ryan's description of this is, perhaps wisdom and happiness are like winning a medal in the Olympics. It doesn't matter whether you won 100 years ago or 10 minutes ago or whether you won just once or in multiple events. It doesn't matter whether someone beats your time or scored down the road, and it doesn't matter whether you never compete again. You'll always be a medalist, and you'll always know what it feels like. No one can take that away, and it would be impossible to feel more of that feeling. The Juilliard-trained actor Evan Handler, who not only survived acute myeloid leukemia, but also severe depression, has talked about this decision to take antidepressants which he did for a deliberately brief time. He took them because he wanted to know what true, normal happiness felt like. Once he did, he knew he would stop. He could go back to the struggle like everyone else. He had the ideal ideal for a moment, and that was enough. Perhaps today you will be the day that when we experience happiness or wisdom, don't try to grab that moment and hold on to it with all your might. It's not under your control how long it lasts. Enjoy it, recognize it, remember it. Having it for a moment is the same as having it forever. Yeah, I kind of like that because that there's a quote from Josh Waitzkin's The Art of Learning that kind of uh, goes into it's something to the effect of the beauty of success is in its transience and the fact that it's already fleeting by the time you've achieved it. But like that's that's a good thing because you can't be happy all the time because otherwise you lose the context of what it means. It's like you you create a base a new baseline if you were just like happy and stoked all the time. Well, I think it's a uh, like love, right? Don't they say, don't be happy, don't be sad that it's over, be happy that it happened? Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. And, How do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, things are going to happen. It's up to you whether or not you want to let it beat you or not. And we've talked about that God knows how many times on this podcast, yeah. but shit happens. It's, but but you got to be grateful for all the, all the things, including the down parts of it. Like, I'm, I even wrote in my gratitude journal this week that I'm grateful for all the adversity I've been through because it made me tougher. Yeah, I mean, I think without it, like, we we never know what we really, you know, have to offer to the world if we, we don't go through adversity. Mm-hmm. And I think, to your point, if, if you don't go through certain issues, you're never going to know how strong you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Eric Thomas that says, no, you can't know how far you can go unless you're willing to go to the... I always mess up quotes, man. <laughs> but essentially, it's, you can't know how far one can go unless you figure... You go how far you can go. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like you have to push your limits no matter what. Right. Um, but this whole concept of, of it happening once and then happening forever. I mean, I like that because it, it reminds you that if, if you're just constantly searching for that one feeling, like you're never going to be able to get that feeling again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like a heroin addict trying to chase the dragon. You're never going to have that good of a high again. Yeah. But it doesn't mean like, and, and obviously if you, you shouldn't try to chase it, right. <laughs> don't try to chase the heroin dragon, not a good idea. But uh, in terms of 
what I would call spiritual happiness in term and in, in kind of how we're referring it to it now, that is something you should chase. You should be trying to push yourself to those limits and go through those challenging experiences to really see what you're capable of and to try and achieve that next level. I think that's why the weight room is a really good place to be able to search those things because the whole personal record, the PR, mm-hmm. I mean, you're always seeking that one time that or the first time that you, you were able to, you know, hit this goal, whether that be a certain squat or a certain bench, but you're seeking the feeling of knowing that you pushed your limits and you were able to find a new high mm-hmm. or, or a new, um, a new win. Right. And I think, um, you know, just the concept of like, when we were talking to Hannah about this in the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the idea that, you know, she was going to competitions in high school and the first year was one thing and then the second year and then eventually she was expected to win. Mm-hmm. And I think like if she didn't win the last competition, you know, people will remember what, will not remember her as a loser, but as a winner. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times people go through different things like, you know, experiences like, like that to where if they don't finish on top, they're going to think that people are going to rem- remember them as a loser. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just not fair to the individual. Like right. if you're a winner, you're a winner and that's that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do, you, what do you feel about that? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what other people think of you is where I stand on that. It matters what you are going to do. What work are you going to do? And nothing else matters. So I mentioned it earlier, but I've been really big into Ayn Rand lately and individualism and objectivism. And the idea of an individualism is been retold several times jocko willink and extreme ownership it's it's that idea of no this is what i'm owning this this is what i do my life is my work and i'm going to work and it doesn't matter what other people think of me and gary v talks about this too is like who cares what other people think if you do what you know to be true and do what you conclude is the thing you know you need to do to 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 achieve to push your limits to conquer to excel all of those things like i'm a big proponent of the idea that everyone knows what they need to do to accomplish the things that they want to accomplish if you're willing to have that really hard conversation with yourself it takes 10 minutes but it's very difficult and i think i've talked about it before on here but it's something i try to do regularly because it sucks (laughs) and you got to embrace the suck and like i i was in a weird place for big part of the last year and a half or so, maybe two years where I was like, man, you know, for exercise, I was like, I was pushing myself so hard for a long time. And then like I was doing CrossFit six days a week and even some two a days. And then all of a sudden it was like, now I'm down to three days a week. And I found myself not being as, um, satisfied with what I was doing because I was like, I still, I know I like I've achieved more. I've already done more. Why, why, have I let myself fall to this level of mediocrity is how I felt about it. So now I'm back up to like, I worked out eight times this week. I did weightlifting Monday through Friday and I did jujitsu after work Monday through Wednesday. And I feel a lot more just satisfied <laughs> with my life and the fact that I put in so much effort. Uh, there's a great quote in the fountainhead. Um, I'm going to alter it a bit. So it fits in this context, but it's the greatness of exhaustion is its own relief. And boy, did that hit me hard because I read it right after I'd finished some jujitsu and I was super tired. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I pushed the hell out of myself. And I'm so proud. It's like the man in the arena, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Teddy Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I totally agree with that. Like I have never been as satisfied with myself until I have pushed myself to that point of true exhaustion. And boy, does that feel good. 
Yeah, and I think from a perspective of, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. And, and I think sometimes people get, um, like there's there's two there's two thought process here that I guess that I'm going through my head is the idea that you felt mediocre when you weren't doing the six days a week, right? Mm. But to me, like sometimes those phases in life have to happen, right? Because we go to the whole adversary thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one thing. But the second thing is you have different priorities, right? So maybe mm. back when you were doing six days a week, seven days a week, whatever the case is, like that was your number one priority was health and like going after it and getting to a certain point. But once you reach a certain goal, if you will, right, maybe mm-hmm. it's a, a PR or something or you have a competition, like there's going to be this off loading or um, this more a deload, a yeah. deload. Right. But but also just staying in condition to where maybe you don't have to do six days a week, but three days a week is enough for what you're trying to achieve. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more about con- uh, keeping status yeah. quo. I was maintaining at that point, And then I realized I was not happy just maintaining yeah. and it wasn't acceptable to me anymore. And so I've been pushing it again. And it feels good. It feels good to push myself. Yeah, I think the the problem lies where um, we're maintaining is is what you're after, but you start to feel less of a person, or you're not achieving enough when you feel when maintaining is not enough. Yeah. So I'll I'll like this is totally personal, but I really want to share it because I think it's going to be interesting to a lot of people. Uh, so like obviously I was 300 pounds in December of 2013 when I started my my whole fitness and health journey but since that time I spent if any given year since then I've spent most of my time like in a diet where I'm trying to eat less and I thought about this in the last week I was like man you know what maybe that's put me in a bit of a rut maybe I need to really challenge myself to not be in some kind of diet to like keep my body my my uh, body fat low maybe I need to like so one of my goals for 2021 now is to not be in any diet the entire year. So I either either be in a caloric surplus or maintaining for 12 months straight cuz I've never done that. Wow. And I'm like, okay, that's scary to me because I'm like I know I can lose weight, like I've done it and I've kept it off, but the idea of doing the opposite of that now is like scary to me, but that to me because I'm scared of it tells me I need to do it. And so I'm excited to kind of challenge myself mentally because it's going to be a mental challenge more than anything for me because i'm so like there's still that lingering feel of being lingering fear of being a fat kid again and i don't want to be that i mean maintenance is just a tough thing to do yeah i mean it's with everything that we do like not just health but work and projects and relationships it's, just, it's a tough thing to do because you're just so caught up on the idea that you have to make things better 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 mm-hmm. but the thing is holistically as an individual like your whole life doesn't have to be better 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 like some things are going to maintain while some things thrive. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as you're not moving backwards on certain areas of your life, like to me, that's success. Mm-hmm. And I think we get we get lost when the idea of everything has to move at the same pace forward. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, you're going to make beginner gains in some things in, the, mm-hmm. in, in your life. And then once you get to a certain level, like that 1% better is going to take a shit ton of work. Yeah. And, and even to the your point of like, yeah, you have to maintain sometimes. Well, I was maintaining in like my fitness this year, but I've read more this year than I have in a very long time. And it's, that has been like where I've pushed myself and that's been really nice. So now like, all right, let's put it all together. Now let's keep my work ethic high, both in fitness and in reading and in like my actual career and in our podcast and in like the charity. It's Mm -hmm. like, and in like my friends in real estate group, it's like, okay, now let's push myself in all of these facets. Let's see how far we can really go. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, I guess the only thing I'm trying to, 
I guess, get out, out of this is, like, for those people listening, I don't want people to have this idea in their head that if they don't move everything forward, that they're not a success. Right. As yeah. long, but it, And my thing is, as long as you're trying and applying the effort, that's the biggest thing. Like, you can't, I don't find, I've been really trying to change my mentality to not, not find um, appreciation for the outcome but appreciation for the effort. Yeah. I mean, I think as an individual, like you have to have your own definition of success and have your own priorities. Mm -hmm. And I think when we start allowing other people's priorities and definitions get in the way of our own success and happiness, like that's where you get into trouble. Right. Um, And so I think that's the only, that's the encouragement that I give people is as long as you have a plan and you know exactly what you want to go after, like you shouldn't feel less than because one thing isn't moving in the direction that you were hoping to in the beginning because you change your priorities. Yeah. Priorities are allowed to change. Yeah. And I think that comes into where you have to have that hard conversation for yourself and admit what to yourself, what you actually want is, are you doing this thing because someone told you to do it because that's your parents' expectation of you because that's your, that the expectation you think society has for you, or is it because it's something you actually want to do because it's what you want. And to me, that's more valuable than anything is doing what you want to do. Yeah, because I've I've gone through it myself, um, and you to a certain point where you um, you become self destructive mm. because you're like you know what I wanted to do this and now it's not moving in the right direction so I'm gonna just sabotage myself mm. because I'm like I fucked this up already so like let's just go backwards it doesn't it's, right. it's a, not that big of a deal because at the end of the day like I still didn't do what I wanted to do mm-hmm. so if I fell by twenty pounds it's the same as failing as five pounds. Mm. And it's not the same thing. Right. But in your head, you start to believe that that is the case. Right. Because and failure is just failure. Yeah. You got to get good at uh, getting back up on the horse. Like, yeah. I, I fall off all the damn time, but yeah. it's, I'm getting, but I am good at getting back on. And that's, that's where I think you need to develop a skill is being able to get back on the horse. Yeah. And I think the, the only way I've been able to do that is by having plans mm-hmm. and having priorities and being, being able to focus on the things that I'm working towards because when I just kind of go loosey goosey and hope for the best and hope that the habits that I've developed are enough to keep me going, mm-hmm. it all, I always fall short. Yeah. So, so Fernando just put a book on the desk and I actually am glad he did it because I want to talk about it because I, it's going to relate well to what we're talking about. So this is 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson, which I highly recommend to everybody. Um, and my favorite rule in this book is what I'm opening to right now. It's rule number seven, do what is meaningful, not what is expedient. expedient. And to me, or pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. And that's, to me, applies to what we're talking about right now, because it's easy to just give up and it, but it has no meaning to giving up it. And it's hard to pursue what's meaningful and it's hard to pursue that effort and to give that effort, but that's, what's going to give your life meaning. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We'll catch you next week.